Hello, everyone. My name is Pete Bowen, and welcome to Wisdom, Leadership, and Success, Real Talk About Life, where the goal is to help you become more successful in all aspects of your life. You can subscribe to this blog and podcast at the websites realtalkaboutlife.com or petebowen.net. It's also available on iTunes and other podcast services. Merry Christmas. Just a week ago, we passed the winter solstice. The solstice marks the apex of night. At the same time, however, it tells us that the days are about to get longer. Light is growing again. Just days after the light begins its return, we celebrate Christmas, the birth of Jesus, divine love, into our world. Light and love could not come at a better time. Despite all our technology, wealth, knowledge, and progress, we live in a bitter time. Our nation is deeply divided economically, socially, and politically. We are spending enormous amounts of time, energy, and emotion yelling at each other and demonizing each other. We've lost the ability to have a calm, rational discussion about things. We aren't listening to each other in good faith, trying to understand what others truly mean. Instead, we interpret what others say in the most negative ways we can. Then we attack them based not on what they meant, but on our negative interpretation. It's a setup. The purpose is not to get to the truth. The purpose is to create an image of others that we can attack, to scorch them, to destroy them if we can. It can feel so good to be self-righteous and then use that to demonize and attack others. This demonization and division going on in our nation is very dangerous. It puts our national security at risk, it damages our ability to achieve success, and it makes each of us mean-spirited, awful people. This behavior weakens our nation socially, politically, psychologically, and even spiritually. Worst of all, our nastiness threatens our own national security. This brutal infighting sends a message to our international foes that we are divided and weak. We have lived comfortably in a Pax Americana since World War II. We have little understanding of the real horrors of war. Our battles have been fought on other continents. The vast majority of us have never really sacrificed for our national security. But we face some rising foes who want to destroy our nation, and they are developing the capability to do it. If these foes interpret our division as weakness, it can embolden them to attack us. Overstated? Not at all. There are plenty of examples of American intentions being misinterpreted with nasty, unintended results. In 1950, North Korea attacked South Korea because they misinterpreted American statements at the time as indicating that the United States would not defend South Korea. In 1990, Iraq invaded Kuwait because Saddam Hussein misinterpreted American statements as indicating that the United States would not defend Kuwait. Russia invaded Crimea in 2014 and Georgia in 2008 because Russian leadership figured the United States and NATO would not oppose those invasions. We're currently head-to-head -head with Russia and Europe, China in the South China Sea, and Iran in the Persian Gulf. Our internal social and political division sends them the wrong and dangerous message that we are divided and weak. It can be tempting for them to try to take an advantage of the United States while they perceive us as weak. We need to get our act together for our own national security. One of the greatest things about America 
is that from the very beginning, we have been a nation united not by ethnicity, but by a shared understanding of life, freedom, and happiness. We thrive when we embrace that shared understanding of life, making good faith compromises with each other to move forward as a team. Right now, Team USA is a mess. As I discuss in my book, On Leadership, What's Broken in Our Society and How We Fix It, that fundamental American understanding of life is under deep attack in our nation. If we fail to reaffirm, pursue, and unite around that American understanding, we will cease to be America. We're going to find ourselves unhappy and in deep trouble, socially, economically, and politically. We better get our act together to survive as a nation. Finally, few things are as tempting or make you feel as good as denouncing bad people in the name of moral righteousness. It feels especially good when you're part of a mob denouncing them. We've spent a lot of time dehumanizing those with whom we disagree. They are not like us. They are terrible people. Maybe not even people. They are the other. Demons. They deserve whatever bad things happen to them. The problem is that as we dehumanize the other, we also dehumanize ourselves. As human beings, love is at our very core. As I discuss in our earlier podcasts about happiness and love, we're hardwired for love. It's in our DNA, physically, psychologically, socially, spiritually. The research is conclusive. Happiness comes from high-quality relationships with others, and the deepest relationships are those based in love. When you demonize others, it damages the love at your core. When you demonize others repeatedly, it becomes a habit and eventually part of your character, a fundamental part of who you are. It diminishes you. It will eventually define you as an unloving person at your core. Demonizing others damages your ability to have relationships, the very thing on which your happiness depends. Demonizing others defines you as the worst kind of bully. The ongoing division and dehumanization in America is very dangerous. It is dangerous and damaging to our national security, to our national success, and to you and me personally. So it's a good time for Christmas. It's a good time for light and love to enter our world. We need love in our own lives and as a nation. We need love to be successful and to be happy. This Christmas is a great opportunity to reflect on how we're treating each other, especially how we're treating those with whom we disagree. Are we using disagreement as an opportunity to practice love by actively listening and responding to each other's pain? Are we responding to those we disagree with love simply because they are human, like us? Practicing love, especially loving those with whom we disagree, will make us a better, more just America. Practicing love will bring us the unity we need to solve the problems we face and stand against those who wish us harm. Practicing love will make you a better person, a better parent, a better leader at work, and a better citizen leader in our community. It gives you the best chance for happiness in life. Here's a challenge. Go encounter someone very different from yourself. Make a conscious effort to find as many things as possible that you have in common with them. Things that you can appreciate and love them for. Actively listen to what makes them different and to any pain that drives them. 
Do your best to understand them, to understand their story, to understand why they think the way they do. Actively empathize with them. Don't judge, just love. For its own sake, for your sake. Practicing loving them will change you for the better, build unity, and maybe, just maybe, make a friend. This Christmas, let's celebrate love by giving each other the gift of love. Practicing love brings light into our world. Love unites us as a community and as a nation. Practicing love changes the one you love and changes you as well, bringing fulfillment and happiness into each other's lives. Merry Christmas. Thank you for listening to Wisdom, Leadership, and Success, Real Talk About Life with me, Pete Bowen. I hope you've enjoyed the podcast. Please visit our website, realtalkaboutlife.com or petebowen.net, where you can find additional information and subscribe to this podcast. Please share us on social media with your friends. I'm Pete Bowen. Have a great day.